Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Elise Yeezy Show, where this week we have the right opinion. I don't know how it happened either. Why are you here? Is this charity work? Yeah, basically, basically. I felt sorry for you. Not even ouch. I'm so used to, I'm used to everyone in my life saying that kind of stuff. And we have Rob, as always, eternally here. Over Still there here. In... Unbelievable. It's probably the most consistent I've ever been with anything in my life. You look like a cowboy. I don't know. What kind of cowboy? Like a, a real one or like a sort of showgirls cowboy? What's a showgirls cowboy? I don't know. I made cowboy it up. Cowboy from Showgirls. The What's movie. Showgirls? What's that? I've not seen it. It's I don't film. watch stuff. Not necessarily the film. I mean, there's different types of showgirls. This is a weird way to start. This is a horrible way to start. It, I feel like this, the hat might be distracting. Let's see how it goes. So, what's everyone been up to? Before we get into the actual meat of this podcast, let's chat a bit of shit. What's everyone been up to? Rustling cattle. <laughs> Shut up. What have you been up to? The right opinion, or shall we call you your real name? I'm always Elise Yeezy. That is my real name. Well, I'm easy, so uh, whatever you want to go by. All right, then, Jim Bob. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fine by me, fine by me. I've had worse, I've had worse. All right, Jimmy, what have you been up to? How's everything been treating you? How are you feeling coming out of all the, what are we on, like t- 20 lockdowns? Something like that. I mean, maybe the statistics have been a bit inflated there, but I think you're doing all right. Thank you. Um, Praise the Yes. I mean, I'm doing okay. I'm Mm -hmm. doing better than I have done in the past. Mm. Um, I'm just waiting on the results of a medical test, which I have booked an appointment for the 13th of September. I'm going in to see uh, the consultant, who I shan't name, because he's got a very distinctive name, and someone will probably find him. Um, But yes. I'm going to go to the consultant and uh, he's going to tell me what the results are and what they mean for me. Okay. Um, so hopefully nothing too scary. I doubt it would be scary. Mm. It's not really a high stakes thing. It's just a massive inconvenience. And um, that's life though, isn't it? Do yeah. You have to have like a twin removed. What's? Oh, well, what's no, I mean, it's... it's. I uh, don't know anything about this. Don't be prying. It's, I, I'm, I'm fine. brought up the I, medical I did, procedure I did, in I did, first I did, I did bring it up and it's not. it's nothing too horrifying so um, seriously how big is this twin and where is it um basically the twin is in my foot that's a bad place to be why didn't it you is. just cannibalize the twin when you're in utero you should have just done that just ate it yeah. that'd be yeah. metal as fuck to eat your own twin i'm sorry to any twins out there refer back to episode two or three of this podcast where we spoke about this cannibalization of twins in utero well is you... this a running gag i don't know we we spoke about cannibalism before yeah, we did have a whole chat about cannibalism. That was that was nice. As nice as cannibalism can be. Turns out we know nothing about it. We don't know nothing about much here. How are you Good. actually doing, it's, Rob? Uh, I'm all right. Have you done anything interesting this week? This week? Yeah. Certainly not. No, that's not true. Bought a guitar. Learned how to play three chords. Which oh, ones? Man. E major, uh-huh. A major, and D major. I can move you between them very awkwardly. You haven't done any minors yet, then? I have not done... Any minors yet, James? <laughs> Already. Already in shambles, this podcast. <laughs> Horrible. So the bigger YouTubers getting me in trouble. <laughs> it's all right, we can cut that. 
No, we're, we're keeping, no. That, we're keeping <laughs> that one in. That was pretty good. <laughs> That's fine. We can cut that though. This is diabolical already. <laughs> we can cut no. talking about cutting it. I'm I'm keeping the I keep those bits. Have you not seen any of my videos? I just keep that shit in. I don't care. I know, I know. <laughs> this bit's staying in. But we can cut we can cut that bit that refers to that bit being cut. That refers to that this bit. This is being getting cut. too meta now. It's all staying in. None of this is getting cut. There's no do-overs on the Elise Yeezy show. Well Corrupt FM. People just do nothing. Big in Japan. That's out in cinemas. I've not seen it yet, so I don't know why. This is like a Kevin James bit. I've done quite a lot this week, actually, that I'd like to get through before oh, we actually Christ. see you on your oh, stuff. Oh, Christ. The Instagram story. Well, me, for uh, yeah. I filmed, I did an Instagram story of me filming a Kevin James stand-up because I've got this thing about Kevin James. Where I think, do you know what? I eat my words. I think I just didn't understand him. I think well, I didn't understand quite him before. layered. <laughs> He's a very, very faceted person. Yeah. <laughs> Most people won't get his jokes at first. <laughs> the they true read... mastery of Paul Blart Morcop. How do I even approach this? How do I explain this? Okay, so... Did you know that film's actually an uh, allegory about Kosovo? No, but that makes complete sense now. Now that you know it, you can yeah, see Yeah, you can, you can kind of draw the parallels. To be fair, Kevin James maybe the Picasso of this era. I kind of like him now, and I'll explain why. Me and um, me and my boyfriend, we were watching. We saw yeah the 2019 comedy special out on Netflix. So, you know, my boyfriend he he does comedy and stuff. So he was like, we need to listen to the first joke because the first joke is always the best in the set. And Kevin Kevin James has a very interesting approach to comedy. <laughs> like he has the setups for his jokes, and then he never finishes them. He just moves on very quickly. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. And then we also, we saw that he had a 2001 comedy special. So we decided to watch that. And we found that in the 2019 special, he'd reused this elevator joke that was just so good in 2001. He had to use it again almost 20 years later. <laughs> and I was just filming on my Instagram, me watching this. I, I was filming it from the floor because I'd fallen on the floor from laughing so much, not at his joke. He's incredible. I've decided that I kind of like him now. I'm, if he did a show in London... I'd be the first to go and I'd be in stitches the whole time. But I wouldn't be laughing at his jokes. I'd be laughing at him. He's sort of like a, I don't want to say force of nature, but he's just a thing to experience. He's not so, not so much a man as, yeah. An entity beyond our understanding. Kevin James. I love him now, though. You should do the tagline for his next show, I think. I, I That'd should. be really good. Kevin James. What's, what's the show going to be called? Well, what was his comedy special called? I, I don't, I don't even, know. I it was like a blur. Kevin. I can't remember. It was like a blur. Was, so much was happening. So many noises were being made. We need to talk about Kevin James. <laughs> yes, next comedy special we need to talk about. We should get Kevin James on the podcast. He'd be well up for that. Net worth, 100 million. Is that not sickening? That's a lot of money for yelling. him. Yeah. But it's essentially yelling and falling down. <laughs> Like, when you yell and fall down, you don't get a hundred million. I know, and I deserve it. His his comedy is it's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like it's like he just gyrates around on the stage. He's like a master of physical comedy because he's just always moving. He had this whole bit about going into a bank, and it was like you know, there's always the guy there who's like jangling the coins and the keys in his wallet. He starts like moving around, and it's like that person doesn't exist. I've never met anyone in a bank who's just like jangling keys and walking around. Maybe it's Kevin James. Yeah, if you've never seen the guy, maybe you're the guy. Exactly. 
That's the, why I love the crazy him now. person on the bus. <laughs> There's always one. Maybe you're the one who's jangling the keys. I assure you, I've I've never. Maybe. I don't know. So besides that, Kevin J's comedy special, brilliant, 10 out of 10, would watch again. I did a thing the other day called Go Ape. Oh, yeah? Yes. Is everyone here familiar with what Go Ape is about? Absolutely. Harness burns in uncomfortable places. Yeah, because you're right front wedgie. It's nasty. So basically, you're on these little harnesses with carabiners and you're in wires in these trees quite high up. Yeah, and you have to do these challenges, go from tree to tree, and then you zip wire at the end. And where most people, so it's the first time I'd ever done it, but where most people would find like the challenges and the zip wire difficult, I love that bit because I used to go, we mentioned this in the previous podcast, how I used to go hang gliding with my dad when I was younger, and the zip wire, why are you giving me that smirk? Just the, yeah, the whole hang glider story with and your me, dad like, me my dad thinking i got kidnapped on a beach but not really i just went to go get ice cream oh it was a whole thing it was great um the zip wire at the end like you're high up and it's you feel safe and secure and it reminds me of hang gliding so that's quite nice um but i couldn't complete the course because what defeated me the big i am the bigger easy easy Queuing. was standing on like in between the challenges there's these short platforms yeah oh yeah i know them yeah and that's what got me that's what fucked me up standing on platforms that was it. My go ape, like a subjective go ape to me that would scare me would just be having to get through a course of doing those platforms. Because it's horrible because the wire usually when you're like suspended, it's above your head. So you feel quite, you, you feel safe. But when you're on the platforms, it's down at the waist. Yeah. So it feels like, it feels like you could fall off the tree and just die. It is, it is quite daunting when you're in the platforms between. Thank you. Yeah, no, because you you don't feel supported. I've done that before, and I've done that, but I, I got through it. I'm validated. I couldn't. I I, I really. I was like, well, how am I going to get down from here? The thought crossed my mind too, because like you're on these platforms, you get more and more spooked out. Because my imagination is very over overactive. So I was immediately thinking of things like, what if something crashed into the trees behind me, and then the trees crash over, and then I'm just like dead because I'm just standing here on a platform. Why are you giving me this quizzical look? What's crashing into that many trees with that impact? We, let's Strong wind. <laughs> the machines from Fern Gully. Yeah. Or Avatar, if you haven't seen Fern Gully, it's the same movie. No, do you know what it was? There were these loud sort of jet noises and I did kind of think, oh, this is just my luck. A plane is going to crash into these trees. <laughs> like planes <laughs> do. And it's going to be a domino effect and I'm just going to be on a wire and it's going to snap and I'm going to die on this platform miserably. Like the bookcases in a library, they just all fall over one to the next. Like in the mummy, the mummy. film. The mummy yeah. film. <laughs> the good I'm one, yeah. I'm Eve on a bookcase <laughs> suspended up high. It was horrible. There are two good mummy films. The the one from like the 30s. Yeah. I like that one. Um, and then the first Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser one. Yeah, the yeah. second one's... Uh, and the third one... Uh, well, the uh, second one's just a bit of a mess, really. It's just like... Action exposition, action exposition. CGI Dwayne Johnson at the, the end. CGI Dwayne Johnson. Could be worse, actually. <laughs> the Scorpion King in all its glory. Which got, I think, two sequels. I know, I know. Dwayne Johnson really yeah. got his money's worth for that role. But what you're saying is what defeated you on Go Ape was cowardice. It wasn't. No, right. When you felt supported and nothing was happening, you were fine. Have you done it? I've Have done you done it? Similar things. Do you want to go right now. Do you want to <laughs> go outside this studio right now? I am not a coward. I'll show you. Step outside this studio. I'm I shouldn't keep that in. I'm gonna get banned from slap me with a, that. Slap me with a glove. You earlier we... kept like threatening to hit me all the time. Every two seconds of the cab, 
tense in his fist. It's true. It's true. It's true. So true. Witness. It was tense in his fist because terrifying. he thought he thought <laughs> Rob thought I was throwing out suggestions of watching good films in place of watching a film called Horrid Henry because Noel Fielding has a, like a two second cameo in it. Yeah, I've tried so Rob many times to get really you to... mad at me for it. <laughs> Trying to get you to watch decent cinema and then you'll watch Horrid Henry instead. <laughs> what it was, yeah. The family and friends. This is your fault, James. I'm not. I just recommended it. It has a good sequence you to Dick and Tom. Go Ape. The family in front were taking forever because they had a bunch of kids. So when usually you'd stand on these platforms for a minute at a time where it's like not enough to get spooked, uh, we were on these platforms for about 10 minutes a at a time. Yes. I was a horse high up in a tree. There's a carrier pack going past you. Freak out. <laughs> you would have got scared too. I wasn't, I wasn't scared. I just, I didn't like it. That's so, all. I don't get on. scared. Hang on. Can you? No, sorry. I thought we were getting some sound of backpedaling coming through on the feed. I wasn't scared. It just, it overcame me a bit too much. My imagination was too overreactive. I wasn't scared of those trees. I could knock those trees out, mate. I could punch a tree and it would fall over. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was going to be my point about people just do nothing. The film that has uh, just come out. We need to get Corrupt FM on this podcast because I love them. I am MC Grinder. You've never seen it. You have. I, have, I yeah. basically am MC Grinder because I was watching it last night. And there's an episode where Beats, his best mate, wants Grinder to meet this new friend, but Grinder's <laughs> really jealous. So Beats is like, "Yo, you should meet him, Grinder. You'll really like him." And Grinder's like, "No, I don't. I don't like anyone. I'm not going to do that. That's stupid." From that alone, I'm willing to believe it. Can Can you confirm? I mean, I mean, yeah, that overlaps. is what happens in the episode. I don't know Ali's that well to know that she would say that but uh i believe that she is an accurate very character. ornery yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't see why that wouldn't be the case no i could easily i am mc grinder they should have got me to play him in that film i saw him once on a well, train i didn't see, say nothing they was... should they should just substituted the actor for you yeah. and no one would have noticed because no you're that alike yes none the wiser anyone over people's heads. They wouldn't know that the big Elise Yeezy had a cameo in, which I haven't seen yet. I should actually go to see it. But anyway, shall we move on? So that's what we were doing this week. Nothing. You. People just do nothing. <laughs> shall we move on? Look, I've got notes and everything. I'm well prepared for this. You really shut down my interest in music there. There's nothing, but never mind. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Good for you for pursuing a musical <laughs> playing, playing three or... chords. It's a, yeah. good, it's a good start. You could maybe play four chords next week. Anything's possible. Yeah, That's I'm pretty. I'm pretty ambitious. Too. I think. I think. Set your bars high. What are you chatting about? I wasn't mumbling anything. I'm not a coward. I say things with my chest. I'm not a coward. I'm not scared of trees. We're not. We don't have what, time what for I you got... to go into this hole. I don't we'll just have talk about it over dinner. Anything later. to be scared of trees. Defensive. Trees should be scared of me. Yeah, I'm right? a human. We're ruining trees. They should be scared of me. So, you make very long videos. I love that segue. <laughs> yes. You're kind of known for it. Yes, I I guess I am somewhat known for making long videos, though. I'm not the only person who makes long videos now. They're like Zack Snyder-length videos. Yes, yes. I'd say that's a fair analogy. And yeah. More informative, though. Than Probably, yeah. Zack Snyder's I mean, I mean, I mean, Zack Snyder's... Uh, it's uh what's it called i've forgotten its name now uh cut of the film uh justice league justice league yeah, that's justice league i mean 
very deep i'm sure i haven't watched it but i assume it's very deep because it's not such a deep person it is i mean it, it's sort it kind of comes down the same level as kevin james kevin james way. why didn't they make kevin james superman <laughs> i can imagine it now don't you hate it when kryptonite gets near you and you're like this whoa <laughs> That's Kevin James, right? I'm so good at impressions. I'm literally the best, best MC in the galaxy, best podcast host. How long does it take you on average to make a long video? I mean, it can really depend on certain circumstances. Mm. It used to take me like maybe one to two months, but uh, recently it's taken me a bit longer just due to other life issues and all that. That twin in your foot. Yeah, the twin in my foot really annoy me. He tries to talk to me when I make a video and I just get very distracted and have to stamp them out so just kick them with your other foot yeah <laughs> no you should do you know like scooters not motorized scooters but kid kick scooters smack one of those against your ankle where the evil foot twin is the most painful <laughs> thing up. painful thing in the galaxy well you know the the nicocado avocado yeah video that infamous documentary four and a half hours long yeah how long did that take to... that one didn't take too long actually i think that was two to three months wow i could never if a video takes me more than three days, I'm done with it. I don't think my part in it took too long because obviously um, there are certain aspects of my process that I outsource. Mm. And I remember getting it done reasonably quickly. The, the scripting at least was, was, pretty, was pretty smooth. Um, I recorded it pretty efficiently and I managed to get it out for editing pretty quickly as well. Um, and then there were a couple delays, but I think all in all... I was quite pleased with the time it took. It took me a bit longer than ideal, but um, I was satisfied with, with the process in general. So you say it took about a week or so for the script. In fact, I think I do remember you saying that to me. Uh, yeah, I yeah. was like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I was... Hmm. But how long would the researching part the of research that take? took took a bit, but not that long. Hmm. Just watch Nikocado avocado videos. But how much did you have to watch? His I videos are all like 40 minutes long of him screaming and there's yeah, at least like five of them a day. That's know, unbearable. Yeah, but you just kind of desensitise yourself at a point. We had, we had that discussion and you get enough Nikocado avocado and you just kind of know what to expect. And <laughs> you, can look, you, can look for the, you can look for the cues in his videos because it's quite, it's quite in, interesting in a way. There are some videos that you know are going to be ones that are worth talking about just because of how he's presented them. And so you're like, okay, I need to pay a bit more attention to this video, this video and that video. Um, they're going to be kind of like, I guess the the key parts mm. of the content that you're making. So I just kind of approach it with an open mind in a way. And I don't watch all of Nick Accardo Avocado's videos. I don't think... I don't think you could. Anyone could. No. I mean, there probably are people out there who have, but if not If you have, me. write in. <laughs> I want to know. My best mate. Don't don't put your address down on the I writing. don't want to know from anymore. I don't <laughs> want to hear from you. My best mate, The Simpsons, <laughs> watch every episode of The Simpsons, that guy... Yeah, he went through a phase of watching Nicardo's content every day because he would just put on the background whilst he was working from home. Because imagine being in an office and then you just hear the other side of the office, it's your fault. Why? <laughs> I'm putting on weight and I don't know why. Imagine hearing that. Well, in an excuse office. me, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, I'm calling corporate. <laughs> Funniest person on YouTube. <laughs> How long is your script then? Uh, Do you know how many thousand words roughly? Because that's a long. Well, I don't know how many thousand words. It was ballpark. It was. I 
I, I think the page count was over 50 pages. Okay. Um, Jesus. Yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but I remember thinking, oh, yes, that's a lot of pages. Yeah. And then that's when I clocked it, but I don't remember. That was to feel like a screenplay. At that point. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, very elaborate VPN. Yes. Advert at the start. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. That was a good uh, collaboration with Lord Vega. He does great visual work and um, he's got such a talent for that sort of stuff. And I thought, well, hey, let's let's put that together and and make something visually interesting mm. and um yeah i was really proud of that that was that was another that was another really nice aspect of the of the video that just adds that extra like little cherry on top have you noticed that nick Ocado, um he he does this thing with his thumbnails i don't know if this is a recent thing but he's been making his face redder in them than he is in real life like he's like ups the red contrast on photoshop or something why do you think that is Fascinating, isn't it? Make him angrier. A more emotional thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also visually that's real. interesting. Yeah, it's I reckon, contrast. I don't know. Could be real. Maybe he's just like really tensing Maybe just up like, and getting the... Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely cut the blood flow to your face and neck if you're straining. So maybe he's just doing that for the visual contrast. It draws the eye. It's visually very interesting. A method actor. Got to respect it. Well, he's he's not a, not averse to putting his health on the line for entertainment. No, no, no. They've got to give him credit for that. Seeing as you did such a deep dive into his content, his character, who he is, etc., how much of it do you think is real or fake? Because um, he did the he did the interview with Marriott where he you know tried to say well he didn't insinuate he outwardly said oh yes it's all real this is my real life but it's like no no it's not come on i mean i think i think the james Marriott interview was kind of part of the act i do think that there isn't i think there is an aspect of it that is is greatly exaggerated and he consciously knows that especially given how much of a chameleon he has been in communities he's changed his personality and changed his demeanor you know very rapidly on the basis of the environment around him and i don't think you could do that without at least consciously acknowledging that you're doing it and i think therefore there is a definitely a strong aspect you know a strong significant amount of it that is an act mm. i agree what do you th why do you look like that i'm just just trying to be positive <laughs> about it all i watched this last night this is why i'm, I'm very tired I got an hour and a half in, which is a feature length anyway, but yeah. given that video goes four and a half hours, you know, it's it's a lot. And it's a lot of repetitive videos of him. Yeah. Because you're trying to drive the point home, obviously. Yeah. So you're getting a lot of concentrated. Mm. You get Ricardo. a lot of Nikocado. <laughs> Nikocado is slowly devolving and it is a slow devolution. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm generally distrustful around people who can change their entire personality on a dime. Oh yeah, I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't befriend Nick Ricardo Avocado. As far as you could well, sling Well, I would. Avocado. He'll be my best mate. We'll get him on this podcast. He probably doesn't like me. I mean, he's welcome to he come on. I'd, I'd be very interested to talk to him. He probably doesn't doesn't mind you. He he doesn't like the tea channels. But no, you're doesn't. not. You're not a tea channel. You're 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 a commentary channel. He he saw. Um, I did this whole thing where I bought his Patreon. Yes, I, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you messaged me like, "Oh, I I bought Nick Ocado's Patreon," and and you were it was something to do with like a I can't remember. You got the highest tier, so you could be credited as a producer, <laughs> didn't you? And I did get credited. Well, as a okay, producer so several what times. came 
what came out of that? Because did I don't you know, like, did you contact him? Because yeah, James, just... you were saying he, he didn't really get into contact with you over the oh no, he didn't long didn't, video. didn't contact me at all. But then again, I didn't do necessarily anything for him, so I wouldn't expect him to. I mean, it's his prerogative after all. But uh, obviously, Elise did donate very kindly to his patron, and. Um, I had more money. I had more money than sense. It must have just been a good AdSense month. Yeah. Wow, you really knew again. how to reward yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna treat myself this month for <laughs> paying X amount of hundreds of dollars for this man to just scream at me ne- next and time. throw food around. <laughs> next time you have a good uh, AdSense month, think of me. Oh, do you have a do you have a Patreon or some top I, I do, I do. No, I've already got something out of you. What's You're here, your, aren't you? I've done nothing. I've I, should, no I should be charging you. I should be charging you. I should be saying yeah, that's subscribe too late to my now. Patreon. You're not going to catch uh, me. Oh, for goodness. What is on your top tier of Patreon? Um, it's the a million pound tier. And what do people get for a million pounds? <laughs> they get me flying out to them, uh, and I. <laughs> I give them a personalised ice sculpture. Not bad. Done. Not bad for a million quid. Done. I know, I know. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Do you th- does that have to come from one person, or do you think people could do like a like a lottery a pool, syndicate, like a like a yeah. pooled like like funding? And you'll come out, and it can be like a what's the what's the big mountain Rushmore? Rushmore, yeah, yeah. Oh and you yeah, could do exactly. that yeah, with, with their faces. In what I I have to assume and. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I'm going to assume you're not actually very talented at eye sculpture. No, actually, I have a, I have dyspraxia, so my fine motor control is absolutely awful. So it would be very abstract and impressionistic. It then. would be. It would be. I think it would be quite avant-garde in many ways. How bold and brave of you! I know. I'm innately bold and brave person. During Groundhog Day, at the end of Groundhog Day, <laughs> he Bill makes Murray... an eye sculpture. <laughs> yeah, he, he does an eye sculpture. It takes like um, with, a, with a chainsaw, right? And it takes like a good thirty to forty years to become an expert at that. He's so... doing other things. He was doing the card flick as well. Yeah, right. and apparently he read every single book in the library by only reading page one page a day, a time, and that's yeah. how long he was in. Uh, I know my Groundhog Day lore. Anyway, how do you choose what like topics to make a video on? What's the process there? Do you just see, do you maybe see something that's trending or is it more um, a personal interest of you, uh, yours? How do you I mean, it's pick? a mix, really. I, I sometimes pick something on popular demand. I don't take requests, but I definitely, mm. if there's like a deluge of people saying, please make a video on this, then I will definitely take it into account. Um, I think that... A personal aspect does play into it mm-hmm. um, because I feel like it has to be a topic that I am personally interested in. Mm. Um, most of the time, though, what I do is I I have a a document with with topics, prospective topics, because I know that if I don't write them down, I'll forget them. And so I I just note the topic down, and then if I'm feeling like oh gosh, I've ran out of ideas, I realize I have a whole document of topics. Which always keeps me in supply, at least. Have those ever just decayed and gone out of date? If you've got this... There are definitely topics that, that one would consider out of date or less relevant now. But one of the things I find is that there isn't necessarily a time on a lot of these videos. Mm. So I can return to a topic years after it's happened and it'll still be interesting. 
Like a post-mortem. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm battling an urge to say something because I don't want to fall into the pitfall of, oh, podcast, safe space, say a lot of stuff that maybe gets backlash. Because that's I find that's what happens with a lot of people who get into podcasting. Ryland Adams, Shane Dawson's fiance, podcasting, I just don't think was the best move for him because he's just always saying stuff that people don't agree with or whatever. But having to have like a personal stake in doing a video on someone, I can relate to that. Um, because I was, I did notice at the time a lot of comments asking me to do a video on the creep show art thing. Oh yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even acknowledge it. And here's the really rude reason why. <laughs> I don't, I don't give a shit about that person's existence. There's no polite way of saying that. I think that's 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 rude, isn't it? Is that rude? Um, I, I don't like, think he's going to help you there. We'll bring in an old guest you, videographer on this. Usually we have, have Kez Motions. I always like, look, Kez, am I being out of order? Um, of course, I was aware of her channel. I never watched any of her content. The only content I'd ever consumed of Creature Trail Arts was someone sent me an Instagram story of her yelling. This was around the Anision thing with Chris Hansen. And she was yelling about Chris Hansen just yelling and it's like this is achieving nothing you're making you're getting angry at the sound of your own voice here you're getting really irate and it's actually coming across as quite what you're saying is quite valid but it's coming across very unhinged because you're literally just screaming about chris hansen by yourself in a room and chris hansen's not going to watch your instagram like what, what are you doing um that was the only bit of content i'd ever seen of hers so when all that stuff came uh, went down basically she was going on this forum an anonymous forum lol cow which is kind of like it's kind of like 4chan's B, but for internet drama and like yeah. internet celebs and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a cesspit, yeah. She was going on there like anonymously slagging off her mates and referring to her, herself in third person, obviously, because it's anonymous. Being like, you know, was her name Shannon? I don't know. You know, Creepshow Arts work is yeah. really good. Sorry, I just find that really funny. <laughs> she was talking about herself anonymously. I mean, I mean, that's the How thing. How much time in a day do you have? I mean, I think, I think it was uh, quite an interesting subject from what i've heard about it i haven't looked into it too much right now but there was someone i think called emily artful who made a very belated video on the matter which was, was some, something long. else something yeah, yeah. A, a bit more of a serious thing which i'm definitely mm. going to have to uh catch myself up with at least so it is interesting um and there's definitely probably some funny aspects about it but maybe i think possibly people are taking more umbrage um with the ideas i think it was stalking i think that one of the one of the i did major see something like that stalking yes. and harassment i think that was that was one of the that was one of the more serious things so i think i think i mean it's your prerogative to not give a shit about something i'm completely fine with that but at the same time like what might not match you might be really serious to someone else so that's that's probably why exactly that's, that's so probably why that, that people are asking you to make a video on it but then it's best for someone like me to not talk well, about yeah, if more you, serious if you don't, stuff yeah. you know there are certain things there's certain videos i look back from two years ago where i've taken more serious tone with videos and i kind of think to myself oh who the hell am i to talk seriously about anything like my existence is a joke i am a joke i shouldn't be talking seriously about anything um i can appreciate more serious topics i do obviously you know yeah consume entertainment and media that is more serious in nature but me i think of myself as a entertainer so whilst the like i just it's not that i don't care about the situation i think the situation of her talking about herself anonymously is hilarious because that is like how much time do you have in a day to do that um the stalking stuff way more serious mm. i just don't I, I didn't care about her as a person yeah. you know so I, yeah. I feel like the people that i do videos on there is something resembling caring about them enough as a person to do oh, a video on them if that makes sense but like creep show art i was like 
Like, sorry, and I, I did, oh, I'm really gonna, no, she's, people don't like her anyway, so it doesn't matter that I say this. I did go ahead after all this went down and watch like one of her videos just to see what I was missing out on. You know, she has loads more followers than me. <laughs> wow, what I mean, an incredible I, content creator. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's the thing. It's just her doing art and kind of t uh, kind of talking. I n I've never really noticed much structure to her videos, but maybe some people like that. And that's the thing; it's something that people can have on in the background, mm. and it's not it's not the most like information one punch two punch kind of thing. It's just it's just someone kind of expressing their thoughts on a matter in quite a freeform way and of course like to more organized creators that's gonna seem like it's not as impressive but to some viewers that's actually what they like because it's kind of like someone who's talking on their level and not necessarily talking down to them it's like a one per person podcast yeah essentially yeah Silence. you're Silence so fair in. you're so fair because i just i watched one of her videos and i was like this is boring i'm not entertained or engaged that's it but it's quite difficult to engage my attention, admittedly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things, I guess. I try and empathise with... Because with, I think you kind of have to look at videos from, from viewers' perspectives mm. to understand why they felt a certain way. And even if you don't necessarily agree with it, you know, you can at least begin to understand it. I think that's what kind of helps you make like that sort of content that does consider the thoughts of, like, everyone else especially like for, for someone like my, my sort of content which which has to kind of consider all these other factors and try and create like a complete picture you have to empathize mm. to an extent so when i watch these videos you know maybe go back a, a you know go back a few years i would have been very innate inherently judgmental and i'm still judgmental to an extent but you have to put that on the back burner mm. and say okay well why why would people watch this content and what initially becomes like a rhetorical question like why would people watch this content it becomes well why would people watch this content mm. because you want i want to know and i want to know what what i want to know what engages them and i want to know why they've suddenly been turned off from a creator and why they've been pissed off at that creator in Creepshow Art's case, that part is at least somewhat known. But there's probably more layers to it. You're so much more introspective than I would be because I think You've I have been quite fair with people before, I think. Hmm? You've been quite fair with people before. I mean, I, I do try to be nuanced and fair and balanced and I do try to see things from, you know, different people's point of views. And there are, there, there certainly have been times where a creator is under flack for like doing something or saying something. And when you look at it, really, it's like, oh, this isn't, the, people are trying to take offense and nothing springs to mind. So don't apply that to any situation where someone has done something nasty and then be like, oh, look, Elise's defending people. No, <laughs> but sometimes there are times when people are kind of looking to make it, the worst possible thing mm. you know I, I do yeah i do frequently say jeffrey star he's not some sort of like super villain mastermind i don't like seeing that when people act as though he's like 200 iq points because it's like no well don't don't overestimate him he's just a really shit person yes exactly and that usually gets rewarded oh yeah it does so. it does it does especially in that community have you ever spent ages on a video and then decided to not upload it for some That's sort of such reason. a classic question. Have, have you ever? Because I've, I've done that. Um, and it's painful when it happens. Hmm. I 
don't think so. Actually, no, yes. Yes, there have been a couple cases where I have. Maybe just the one, actually, um, where I made a video. It was on a bit more of a general subject. And it just aged too much before I could get it out. Mm. And I wasn't really that confident in the video anyway. And so I just scrapped it. And that was, that was, gosh, that's a, that's a period of time that I do not remember well. 2019, I think, probably, um, probably mid to late 2019. And I just was not that pleased with, with the video in the end. And I was just like, nah, I can't be bothered with this. And so I just moved on to the next thing. Um, but I can't really remember what... It was just a general topic on, on response videos, essentially, mm. I think. And I decided, actually, I want to make something a bit more focused. I can still draw some deeper messages, more general generalized messages from that. But I need something, I guess, a bit more solidified to anchor it in. Mm. And there was also things I said in the video which which dated very quickly. And so I wanted to kind of make sure that the videos were staying timeless as well. So it was just a combination of factors. And that was just the one video. I can't remember any other videos. Um, any other videos that are kind of in limbo have not been struck yet. And mm -hmm. so I shan't say anything about them because they may still come out. And when did you start like using so many editors? Because you work with quite a few. Okay, that was around 2018. Uh, that was... That was early-ish 2018, not too early, like early to mid 2018, I think. Um, I did the style on one video that's still up. And then I took a brief break and then I came back with a very long video that is no longer up. Um, and I... I used a lot of editors on that but it was a bit it was a mess partly because I was a mess at the time mm. and I didn't really have any semblance on how, how to do a lot of things um, and so they kind of reflected my chaotic energy I suppose um, and so the videos it was like it was a switch and I, I just I, I mean I think the only impetus behind it was that I wanted to do something different um, because I felt I felt disillusioned at the time about short form videos. So I was just, well, why don't I just make one longer video instead of a video every two days, mm. which I think it was at one point. I was, I was, I was uh, I was doing a lot <laughs> and so it's just it was just uh, I, I was like I need to condense this I can write stuff I can write long essays so why don't I put that to use mm. so but yeah early to mid 2018 was when I decided to do it um, but yeah can't really tell you too much else about it unfortunately I wish I did <laughs> Besides me, is there anyone you wouldn't do a video on? Um, it's quite a loaded question, isn't it? <laughs> like, is there anyone? Is there anyone you've you've seen act? Because I certainly have a few people who I, I so um, who do I stay with? Mm, 
I stay away from like a lot of the TikTokers and Bryce mm. Hall because they just don't interest me as people. I'm aware of Bryce Hall because like of Tana Mojo, et cetera. Tana Mojo does interest me. Bryce Hall doesn't. So I wouldn't do, mm. you know, on him. Uh, Trisha Paytas, I made the decision quite a while ago. Uh, I think the first time they walked off of Frenemies and that footage was put up because it was agreed to. You could clearly see... I made an executive decision then to stay away from content regarding Trisha Paytas just because I don't think they are totally okay. I think that's fair to say, you know? So there are some people who I just won't, you know, yeah. out of either like kind of almost respect for mental health or just because yeah. don't interest me, Bryce Hall, don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any creator I've ever fully ruled out um, the only time I might be a bit more hesitant is when it's a creator that um, I've had personal interactions with mm. and I feel that that could bias my judgment of it, whether I want to acknowledge it or not. And, and I don't mean like I've, I've, sh I've messaged them once or they've messaged me once or we've had a conversation. You know, I, I mean, actually, like, 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 like had like a proper rapport and 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 that that may make me more hesitant to, to make a make a video on them because i'm not sure it's my place but i have taken exception to that that rule in the past if i if i think if i think it's a topic that that's worth talking about and some and so i don't think there's anything you can ever fully rule out well i can't ever fully rule out um but there's, there's definitely times when my my decision has been affected by my thoughts about well how how am i going to approach this topic i know i know that there'll there'll be feelings intertwined with mm -hmm. this subject and people kind of want me to take a detached look at a lot of these situations and i don't want to turn myself too much into a robot well more of a robot than i already am by detaching myself from the few things that I actually have an emotional connection with. Mm -hmm. Yes, understandable. So no video on, no five hour long video on the bigger Easy Easy exposed. Not yet, then. not yet. It won't happen. Yeah, well, there had to be a rapport, so. Yeah. How dare you? Everyone <laughs> likes me, everyone is my friend. Should probably like briefly explain, me and well, James and I, terrible yeah. grammar, me and, me and James. So I'm being an idiot. Um, James and I, we've been chatting on enough for a few years just because, I don't know, we used to chat a bit on Twitter. Once someone was being really mean to me and then you were really nice to me. So we just kept up chatting from then. That's literally how it happened. That sounds, sounds lovely. Yeah, you were really nice to me. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear I was nice. God, this is a basic question. When did you start your channel and why? Okay, uh, that would be... Let me get this correct. It would have been March 2016. Um, I remember it. Yeah, I remember it relatively well, actually, that, that's, that, mm. that, that time. Cause, because my friends got me a microphone for my for my birthday and i was in this kind of uh skype group um with one friend who i knew in person and another set of people who he knew online mm. and they all did youtube and one of them had like 3000 subscribers mm -hmm. and i was like yo that that's pretty cool um and i thought well, I'm not doing anything else right now. I was very bitter at the time 
um, because I was uh, I was rejected by my first choice university, mm-hmm. and I was going to a place that I wasn't really happy going to, and it had not been the best year in general. And so I just said, well, I, I have to do something else, something that will keep me occupied in the, for the time being, something that will be, I guess, an escape for, for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I chose YouTube. And, yeah, rest is history. But, I mean, I guess I wasn't planning to do it for too long. Um, it just kind of became a thing I ended up doing for too long. Hence why I'm sat here. Yeah. If it was back in 2016, what was your content like then? Um, the glory days. Um, Shorter political stuff, wasn't short, it? Short political stuff over Rocket League gameplay. <laughs> really? So you were like a narration over gameplay? Yeah. Was that only five years ago? Yeah, the internet moves fast, doesn't it? Was Leafy still around then? I don't. I mean, I think so. I think so. I think that was that was the year Leafy and Idubs and Keemstar had that big, big, big. Uh, <laughs> the internet order. is so weird. Why am I on here? Just surrounded by. Don't know that. A question weird I ask loads. many times. Yeah. You don't know who those people are, do you? I know about Keemstar now. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the yeah. dread he says <laughs> less on that yeah, that, yeah let's, I don't want to appear on drama but no because so. um, you, your uni you went uh, to uni in the Netherlands didn't you? yes that is true so but also in the States uh, I did a I did a, basically a semester abroad in the States and I was there for uh, I think four months but why the Netherlands a question I ask myself a lot of the time as well. I didn't realise it was this loaded beforehand. I know, <laughs> it's all good. Um, I was I was bitter. <laughs> I wanted to do something interesting with, with my life. I wanted to prove everyone wrong. Mm-hmm. It was some kind of... It was a late stage rebellion. Um... And I just wanted to kind of, kind of make a statement and 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 say, yeah, I can, I can do that. No, no problem, no problem. I should have, I should have like left after the first term, but uh, I was too stubborn, and I just, just, just stayed there, like, like, like the musicians playing on the Titanic. <laughs> um, yeah. Why didn't you just like? What's when, the Netherlands like? I've never been. Oh, Netherlands itself is nice. Yeah. Netherlands itself very nice, very nice place, and uh, everyone's on on their bikes, and and it's just it's just a, it's it's a very very nice nice place, generally speaking. Mm. Um and um, and I w- I was at two places in my time, and the second place <laughs> called Groningen. Um. Called what? Groningen. Um. Yeah. That's I don't know t- why I'm looking at you. You're you want British. me to. You want me to do it as well, don't you? No, no it's, it's like not help. too dissimilar to because I lived in Sweden for a bit and they've yeah. got similar sort of pronunciation yeah. things. So. And that was a really nice place. Mm. I, I I love that place. It's it's it, it it's 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 a it's a it's a great great place. Um, um, 
but in general, I mean, the Netherlands is just a really, really nice place and a lot of a lot of personality and. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of merit to, to 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 the country. I think, I mean, I can't really say too much like in detail about it because I, I I'm not really someone who who, who analyzes the landscapes, but it, it was enjoyable Decent. experience. What yeah. was the well? I mean, the Netherlands was nice. Yeah. Did you do any university in England, or was it all? No, no, I haven't I haven't done any university in England yet. So, what's the culture like there in the Netherlands? Um, and what's the difference between that and going abroad to America? I imagine there's a difference. Um, what's the culture like in the Netherlands? Uh, no, I don't know. I, I that's a, that's a very difficult question um, for me because I never really got into the student culture in the Netherlands um, for a variety of reasons. Um, and I mean, I, the U S was, 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 was quite defined. I think, you know, it was, I, I remember having an apartment, um, with a lot of, um, with some frat, I mean, not frat, I don't think they were in a fraternity, but they were, they, they were the stereo, stereotypical ones and they were nice. They were nice chaps. Um, nice chaps. So English. <laughs> yeah, they. they I was going to say, were they a bunch of douchebags? <laughs> you said they're stereotypically love, lovely chaps. Well, I, I know, you, know, you know what? If you if you if you met them, you probably would have thought they were douchebags. Why is that? Because Rob's pretentious. Is it just my very opinionated nature? Yeah. What's your I, channel called again? <laughs> <laughs> That's ironic. Um, <laughs> but I I I know I I I guess I have a soft spot for that attitude. And so I, I, I got along with them quite well. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 in the US, I, I didn't do much other than university and YouTube because I was, at that point, I was making, at that point, I was making um, YouTube content. Mm. I was uploading long-form videos on a weekly basis. Um and I had courses that I wanted to to do well in, so I didn't do too much else in that time um, outside of those. And I struggled. It was it it was annoying because I feel like the it was it, for one semester wasn't one semester wasn't really enough for me to get into the culture. It, there wasn't really much point in getting into anything if I was going to go really soon, mm. and so. I I mean I don't really know too much about university culture despite being at university. I'm not I'm probably not the best person to ask about that because mainly I didn't have a lot of social interaction. I'm quite a sociable person. I'm normally quite extroverted, but university kind of flipped that all on its head and um and it was yeah, there were there were it, sometimes that happens and um so it's 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 hard to even really kind of provide a clear narrative on on what people were like because they were just bodies of flesh to me at that point how lovely yeah lovely chaps yeah <laughs> what was the what was the response to youtube are you doing youtube then did were people uh, more impressed by it in america yeah your channel would have been bigger by that point anyway yeah yeah no i think i think people thought it was pretty pretty neat the people i spoke to 
Um, I didn't. I I don't really introduce myself in person as the right opinion, though. Believed or not, um, the handshake and yeah, yeah. Good day. I'm the right opinion. <laughs> what? What? Um, no, I. I just kind of get to know people, and 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 at some point they'll probably find out that I'm running the right opinion, and um because I'll be like I've got some work to do, and then they'll inquire what work, and I'll be like, oh yes, I I run a YouTube channel. Like, oh, you run a YouTube? What's what's your channel's name? And then you know you go through the process of that, and um. Yeah, I mean, the response was broadly positive. People thought it was pretty cool. I mean, it's it's it's, it's fair enough. And then, then we just get back to normal people things, I guess. But you did miss America so much that you got that, what was it, 50 quid hamper of... Yeah, yeah, I, I did. I, I, I am a... I don't know if... I don't know what the word would... America file, I don't know. Um... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, 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 I am. And, um, and I, 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 I enjoyed the culture and, and I felt I, even, even though I didn't have that much time to designate, to actually involve myself, the time I did, I, I really enjoyed. And, um, and, and I, that's like, that's like the one like semester of, university that i have like a you know very very strong fond memory of because because there were just like things what i could do and i'm like haha i'm doing this because i'm in america like one day i think i i walked like for like an hour to this um to this store just to just to buy like um they have these gallon Gallon mm. Arizona iced teas, mm. green uh, uh, green tea. Actually, I think the green there yeah, they are iced tea, but they 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 call they, they name them green teas mm. as well. And I walked for like an hour just to just to get that, and just walk back. And the thing about America is they have stores in the strangest of places, and they have outlets of everything in in bizarre places as well. And they could be the most run-down thing. And yet there's so much appeal to them. And I just remember there was this steep hill and there was this subway on on, on this hill. And 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 and, and it and there there was no car there were no customers there. No one was going in. <laughs> and I just I just went in and there were these two lovely, lovely ladies and, and, and we had a good conversation, a good you know, about things and it wasn't. It it was. It was a subway, but it didn't feel remotely commercial at all. Mm. There was something so quaint about it, and I guess those experiences are the things that I remember the U.S. for. And they just. I guess they just don't come as easily in the in the U.K. And I don't know why, because I'm sure they exist. But um, it's just it's just something about the, the U.S. that I that I hold um with with particular um predilection i love the fact that you've come up from the west country and the fond memory you've got is a very isolated subway yeah well, yeah <laughs> you can't find that oh yeah well the subways where i'm where i'm from they're they're in the middle of town i mean there's two subways they're both in town they're both typically like jam-packed 
um, not jam packed, but there's always there's always someone in them. You can't go. There's there's no there's nothing there's nothing nice and and homely about when about there's the another subways. person in a subway. <laughs> I, I hate, hate that. it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate going outside and just seeing people everywhere <laughs> scratching themselves, sniffing around. I'm trying to buy sandwiches, and there they are. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just something so fulfilling about just a peaceful experience where it's just you. And, and a subway. And two happy subway employees. Probably you were the, probably the first customer they'd have. That I know. Day. It's probably I, why they were nice. There's too many employees per customer. I, I was like, how is this financially viable? And I thought, I don't care. This is a really quaint little place, and I'm glad Subway are running it. Whereabouts in America was this? Which state? South Sorry. Carolina. What are they never. famous for? Never. You've never heard of it. I've heard of <laughs> it. Never. Never. What's that? You're making this up. <laughs> I just Shut had up. I had the word palmetto come into my head. Is that a word? No, don't, don't ask me. Actually, don't look. At I, me. I I could I could just be make, making it up. But but when you said what is South Carolina famous for, and I just thought palmetto, and I I do not know why. Alligators. Those words. What's that? Um, palmetto. I, I mean I mean the me. brand. I mean I mean I mean South Carolina isn't far from like florida but it's not known for ha for sharing the aspects of florida maybe the aspects of the most northern parts of florida but maybe for the wrong reasons oh i'm aware of the florida man i was about meme. to say that's florida all man that comes to i mind. mean there florida is man. there isn't a south carolina man but an alligator thing about the thing about florida is it's quite a diverse place um you go to north florida and kind of like um the panhandle i think that's what it's called and um, that's kind of like that's a lot like the deep south in many ways. And then you kind of go go further south, and it, it's, it's different in every way. And South Carolina is is considered like a southern state, as far as I understand. Um, but the place where I was in was a bit of a liberal hub, so hmm. it was a nice balance actually, because I did know did meet some Republicans, mm -hmm. but they were like not necessarily the stereotypical Republican you think of. They were quite they were quite they were quite interesting people in in themselves um and they they i don't i don't think they were the sort of republicans who probably um probably held like particularly outspoken conservative views um so it, it is it is an interesting place when you when you when you end up in one of those like you could have a conversation with someone it wouldn't devolve into a angry debate or just an argument an angry debate is an argument a newspaper article yeah it wouldn't devolve into like a argument and you could i don't know actually I, listen listen to someone's different political view yeah i mean i did i mean i am still friends with with one person i mean i'm friends with a with a couple people who i met there but one person um who is conservative mm -hmm. and when i met him he was a big ben shapiro fan um <laughs> and so that i mean that was that was it that was an interesting um introduction um and uh i guess we we had a few ideological barriers mm -hmm. um but uh he's 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 a nice bloke and he's all right among us so i let him off i'm looking forward to having ben shapiro on this channel yeah <laughs> he went on to the russell brand show but then again that is because russell brand and actually um i listened to a bit of that and then i got bored and and, and disengaged ben shapiro just... is a boring person though 
Well, funda- well but almost fundamentally so. Get him on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to jeopardize your chances and Ben Shapiro on the podcast. But, but it, was, it was a funny. Like Russell gave this funny introduction because he basically gave a disclaimer. Um, actually, it was stuff to do with Israel, which I'm not the right person to talk about that. But then I listened to another podcast Russell did with this um, this person, Gabor, Gabby. I don't. I don't know. But then they talked about Israel quite thoroughly and I listened to that and that was interesting. Um, he gave this disclaimer basically saying, you know, I'm sure a lot of what Ben Shapiro says, there are going to be a lot of people that disagree or don't want to hear it or whatever. And all I can say to that is if you want to go through life not listening to people that you disagree with, you're going to have a difficult time. And I just thought, oh, Russell, that's very ballsy to say in 2021. Yeah. Appreciate the sentiment, but it's very ballsy to say. So just... to say Ben Shapiro probably, probably not going to come through this door. I mean, Ben Shapiro just says a lot of stupid shit. I mean, I mean, it's like there's you, a reason he argues with them. I mean, you uh, can students. you can you can you can get people on 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 your channel to represent different views, mm-hmm. but they they don't have to be the person who said you know when when the waters rise and just sell the house because that's what that's what that's what he famously you said once. Might not know about that because that was an H bomber guy video. I I I didn't know it was an H bomber guy video. I just saw the Twitter video. Yeah, um, it was also, pretty. It was pretty widespread, actually. I'm also yeah. no, much no, like the water. No offense, no offense to anyone here. I'm also not interested in listening to Ben Shapiro. I'd rather it's not a, change it's, aliens. It's a, it's a 20 second clip. To be fair, it's just something that you may have stumbled on. I'm not someone who goes out my way to watch Ben Shapiro either, believe it or not. No, but it, it was, just kind of happens to you, doesn't it? Yeah, like you, don't want, you don't want. You don't want to experience one SJW wrecked compilation and then the rabbit hole of it. <laughs> But it was like it was like it was like Benjamin and he, it was like it was like the CC levels are rising like threatening homes just sell the house. Yeah. Well, and not fix the sea levels rising. <laughs> yeah, no, smooth. his his whole his whole thing was um you know, are you are you telling me that if you find out your house is going to be under 10 meters of water, you wouldn't just sell the property? <laughs> To who? <laughs> to who's going to buy the property? Who's underwater. buying a property that's going to be t- underwater? Time to start. In- they should. The billionaires should spend less time investing in going into space and having a dick swinging contest amongst themselves over who can sit uncomfortably in space for a day, and more investment in underwater houses, like in that episode. Or of breathing Simpsons. apparatus for us all. Yeah. How to how to give us gills. Like in that Simpsons that's episode where Homer says, I'm going to go live under the sea and they do the whole under the sea thing and then he eats everything in the sea. Because wasn't that the episode where Homer Simpson, he doesn't he like touch a woman's butt because he's getting the Venus to Milo. Oh, the he gummy, the gummy episode. Like, yeah. Homer Badman, that's the episode. Like in second to none, oh, wow. this Simpsons you are knowledge. A Simpsons expert. Apart from my mate who watched every single episode. And he actually, he wanted Marco me to, now. He wanted me mm. to correct um, phones over there. My mate... I misrepresented him, so I'm sorry for that. He wanted me to correct what he said. He said that the first one to 15 seasons are good and then 20 to 29, completely diabolical. If I mess that up again, tough shit. I'm not I'm not saying that again. I have a mate who watched um, watched all the Simpsons episodes for a video that's over six hours long. I was going to do that. I said last week, didn't I? I said I was going to do that. Oh, that's you so You say annoying. a lot of things. I, I do. I can't keep up with all the shit I say. That's so annoying. I was going to do that. Because actually, in the vein of... Um, hey, just because long... it's been done once. Yeah, I'll be funnier. <laughs> just, just, just have his thumbnail with your face on it. In the vein of like long form oh, content on YouTube and stuff. Um, because, you know, four and a half hours long, mm-hmm. card up, cardo. They're... Me and some mates discovered that there is some really long form content on YouTube. We're talking yeah. like Pokemon Emerald or Ruby reviews that are 10 hours long. How do you find that much to say about anything? 
You've never been passionate about Pokemon then, have you? I get passionate a lot about a lot of things, but 10 hours worth, I'm bored. Some, some people are, are massive Pokemon enthusiasts. And I've, that was you an included example. Or? No, I'm not. I'm not actually. But I had to research a bit for a guest part in a friend's video recently. And I realized how much people care about Pokemon. And to be fair, um, I can understand why. There's a lot. There's a lot to care about. And there are a lot of like these rare editions in particular that actually are quite interesting. Um, but at the same time, yeah, 10 hours is certainly a lot, but there are a lot of people who care a lot about Pokemon. Well, that was just an example because there were actually, um, I made a little word document and we were finding videos where they exceeded, you know, five hours, seven hours, some even 12 hours reviewing different topics, whether it's video games or like something, you know, a dedicated topic. So like a sure. video game, say one of the Metal Gear Solid games, just an example. I don't know if that's a real review that I'm talking about here. And we like we made a compilation, like a word document of some of these gross offenders. <laughs> it's like four hours, five hours, whatever. And for a video idea, I might sit through all of them and then review all these really long reviews. Because <laughs> I just hate myself so at this point. I don't 48 know hours notice. worth. 48 hours worth of viewing. Presumably. I'm gonna be like, you know, Clockwork Orange, Alex and the That's gonna be me. You're going to have to be putting eye drops in my eyes. The longest video I saw recently, barring yours on Hikado, was um, the channel Mauler. Yeah, who yeah. pops up occasionally because he he makes very. Yeah, I don't know enough about him. I don't know like what he's into or anything. I just saw he made like a four he and does, a half hour video make... complaining about Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow movie, which I haven't seen. I I have seen it. It is pretty appalling, but it looked. Oh, it I was going to go see that. I've seen some reviews of it, like the Red Letter Media one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, a few others, but I mean, the thing is about about that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he does but make very four and a half hours, very long videos. I mean, once once again, I haven't once again, I haven't watched the video, so I can't really judge if it, if he if 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 what he says warrants four and a half hours. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is it is a really really dog dog film. I mean, I mean, I'm just not happy. Not I wasn't happy, and I went with two friends who hated it even more than I did. And I did not like. It. I think I gave it a three out of ten, and, and they both gave it a one out of ten. What's the worst film you've ever seen in a cinema? And like, have you ever walked in out of one? In the cinema? Oh, um, probably the worst film I've ever seen in a cinema. I've not walked out of any cinema. Yeah, but very nearly. Almost. I think the worst thing I ever saw in cinema was a Robert De Niro film called Dirty Grandpa, and it it almost ruined well, ruined my friendships with is, these people. Is that the Jackass? Man, no, no, that's bad grandpa. Oh, okay, sorry. So it's Jackass <laughs> presents bad, yeah, and that's I get them confused, but it's dirty. I think it's Dirty Grandpa, and then it's Jackass presents bad grandpa. I have not seen all of Jackass presents bad grandpa. I saw a bit of it, but I didn't stay watching it. I saw Dirty Grandpa in the cinema because I was with with a friend, and he was like, "Mate, do you want to go to the cinema? <laughs> all my mates want to watch Dirty Grandpa." And you're friends with someone who speaks like that. Yes. It sounds like me. Yeah, I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm here for work, Elise. I'm <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing him tomorrow. He's a wonderful person. I love him a bit. But um But hold this one over his head publicly it, for the podcast. It, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you made me watch Fuck Daddy you. Grandpa. He <laughs> he he's he's a guy who's basically if someone says, Do you want to do something? he'll be like, Yes, let's go. And and like a Labrador. Goes, do you want to go, yeah, go away? Do you want to? Do you want to go for a walk? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. He's got that. Sorry, attitude. buddy. Got, I don't he's know. Got that, he's got that. He's got that go for it attitude, and I respect it a lot. But sometimes it leads to ending up with films that are not the best. And Dirty Grandpa was not the best film. It was. It was so 
utterly awful. I cannot begin to even recall how bad it was. <laughs> and I just remember cringing so much and I was in pain. I was in pain. The second worst film I saw recently, uh, Peter Rabbit 2. I hated Peter Rabbit 2. Peter Rabbit 2 made me real <laughs> mad. Okay. Well, there's a YouTuber I really like who only has like 30,000 subscribers. Shout Three out now. Only. More than you. You. I'll piggyback off yours. Thank you very much. I wanted to say nonce for a second. <laughs> Once... I didn't mean that. You snot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> nonce, I told sorry. you. No minors. <laughs> um... 30,000 subscribers, That's... you were sniffing at just then. Go on. Well, yeah, well, once this podcast gets like 60,000, yeah, well, I'll chop that in half. Yeah, comes in <laughs> to, yeah. get, like, to get verbally abused by us. Oh, Benny Shapiro. <laughs> no, so The Authentic Observer, she did a whole video takedown of like the first Peter Rabbit film. with It's James Corden, isn't it? Who does it James. Oh, say and no more. That's it. So He's she... not coming on the podcast. But also uh, Donald Gleeson, who yeah, I and... like as an actor. Um but yeah, she did a great like essay just yeah. explaining how they could have made a good film. And it's actually sort of in-depth and coherent. And well, you know, I, I wanted to see to, her uh, version of the film. I'd love to I'd love to watch that video. It sounds good. Just never um, Peter Rabbit again. Yeah, no, I, I haven't seen the original. But it was just, once again, a friend suggested we go to the cinema and watch Peter Rabbit 2. What friends? Isn't it for children, this film? Is wasn't it the same guy, was it? Yeah, no. man, let's go. <laughs> no, this is, this, is, this is a different one. He's, he's, a, he's a YouTuber, so I won't call him out. Oh, you should. Um, yeah, yeah. Expose <laughs> Peter Rabbit no, to watch kids' films. Go on, who was it? Who is this arsehole? No, don't, don't peer pressure him. <laughs> no, no, I think you I will. You go sit outside with Ben no, Shapiro no, no, in the no. corridor. No, come on, much bigger YouTuber, you tell me. No, don't peer pressure him. What's, what's wrong with Peter Rabbit? I've not seen either of them. I do know that there was some sort of controversy I mean with allergies and someone that was that was Peter Rabbit one that, that was, was allergy Blackberry thing that was it throwing, throwing blackberries at people yes. who have allergies okay yeah, yeah that okay. was Whatever, what's so but, wrong with Peter Rabbit 2 um it was just I mean it, I don't even know where to start in a way because <laughs> I just I've kind of once again I began the process of wiping it from my memory it was so awful sorry was it really um, anti-semitic what no. Um, we'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in. Oh, fair enough. What a thing to say about a kid's film. Actually, you never know. Actually, yeah. Mm. Um, I, Disney's track record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do I really point. hate about? I just, I mean, it was very soulless. I mean, James Corden was was awful because it was just James Corden. And you know it's James James And you Corden. know it's James Corden because how could it be anyone else? And you're like, why is James Corden... A rabbit. So it's a shame because he was so good in cats. I know, I know. He should have. I mean, I mean, uh. once again, he's he's really playing all the animals now, um, and he's doing what to them? <laughs> the only role he's done good is Smithy and Gavin and Stacey, and that's because Smithy is a bell end. That's, um, that's that's why he's good at that role. And basically, I never watched it. I'm not sorry, James Gordon. I, we'll get him on the podcast though. <laughs> there's this meta narrative in Peter Rabbit too. Which is probably the most insulting thing. It's about selling out, and what, for rabbits. I'm yeah, because because the original, the spirit of the original Peter Rabbit books, you know, are vastly different to the Peter Rabbit films, as as your YouTuber person has explored. Yeah, Beatrix Potter slightly. Yeah, has slightly more integrity, I think, than James Corden. Yes, and what's happening to my podcast? And and basically, what they do is they make this meta narrative about not selling out and then they sell out anyway but they do it with this very i guess 
tongue-in-cheek way. Haha, you see what we did here. Um, uh, uh, and it's just very insipid. I really despised it because it was just like, inherently contradictory like selling out and being self-aware that you're selling out does not make absolve you it doesn't does absolve not you. make the film good and that was the problem it was like haha we're so self-aware we're selling out which is why you hated deadpool and that was keemstar's like word for word criticism of commentary channels back in the day pyrocynical leafy you know he would say they all they all hide behind oh it's satire we're funny we're self-aware like we're shit we're shit but you're actually just shit i don't think self-awareness is always bad but i think the problem is that a lot of a lot of people kind of use it as a defense mm -hmm. and also they kind of use it to 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 kind of I guess clear themselves of doing things they wouldn't do otherwise, and that was particularly prevalent in the Peter Rabbit two film. That that basically this would, <laughs> sorry, this would have been lambasted by anyone who appreciated the original Peter Rabbit books, and so what they're doing is basically they're getting ahead of the ensuing criticism, and 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 saying, ha ha, yes, we are selling out. But we know we're selling out. <laughs> hey. And I just sat there in the fucking seat thinking, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. James Corden more specifically. Because because James Corden is unbearable as Peter Rabbit. There is no way James Corden... You're getting a nut from <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that James Corden should be voicing Peter Rabbit. He should be... He should be... Locked up somewhere <laughs> if, away from all if media. Peter Rabbit... If Peter Rabbit... <laughs> Like appeared on my doorstep with James Corden's voice, I'd have him put down. I'd hunt that little rabbit. <laughs> I'd get the dogs out. I can't wait to clip this whole bit. Thank God highlight. we've got. Thank God we've got Paddington. <laughs> Peter Rabbit two, massive pile of dog shit. You it's an, yeah, basically in essence, it is a massive pile of dog shit, and I was very angry after watching it. When are we going to get a right opinion video on it? Exposed video on Peter Rabbit too. I mean, the only thing that might happen is a James Corden video. The right rants, you could call it. Just do some unhinged rants. I'm sure your audience would quite like that. You call them rants. I know yeah. it's weird, isn't it? You're the poshest person that's, you know, ever spoken on this podcast, barring maybe me. But we don't even pronounce it rant. Yeah, no, I it pronounce rants. it. It's rant. It's rant. I mean, I mean, I have to say, you know, I am a bit Americanized in my speech, so yes, but. I, I cannot think of anyone else who calls it a rant. No one ever has. It's rant sounds horrible. Rant like aunt. Rant is an aunt. Well, Why we... don't you call them aunts then? Tiny tiny ants running around. <laughs> Being much stronger than you'd expect them to be. No. Okay. Well, we'll maybe you'll get into doing a very long form video on Peter Rabbit. But until then. I'll definitely mention Peter Rabbit too if I ever make a video on James Corden. <laughs> um, but until then, let's... Bring the move back up. Yeah, the best movie ever made in your in your view. Hot fuzz. Of Hot course. fuzz. I rewatched it the other day, not because uh, you were coming on. I didn't realize this until afterwards. I just rewatched it because I thought there's a film I can see seemingly any number of times. Yes, it and is. now just quote along with it as it's happening, as every annoying bastard ever does. It's so rewatchable, and that's what I I adore about it. And and I think it comes back to that um, aspect we discussed about Paddington earlier there's always something going on there's always something new to acknowledge there's always something clever you know there's so much care and effort and attention to detail put into every 
aspect of the film that you have to appreciate it. And I just love that. And I love finding new things in a film every time I watch it. My favourite thing about that film, maybe, is knowing that Danny was originally written to be his love interest. Um, there was going to be Nick Frost's character and a woman that Nicholas Angel falls in love with. And they decide that would that would divert the energy of the film too much. The script would start yeah. to buckle. So they just got rid of the woman and gave all of her lines of dialogue to Danny. They didn't change any of the romantic script. It's all just there for his partner. That's brilliant. I did not know that. There we go. Thank you for enlightening me. I appreciate that. That's how many, really interesting. How many times have you seen it? Uh, oh, probably... I don't rewatch films too many times, but I've definitely watched that a good six or seven times, I'd say. Because my boss once watched Cool Runnings every night for a year. Oh, I do not like Cool Runnings. Why? Every night for a year. Well, A, he was Bayesian, so uh, he he was well into his Caribbean All right. bobsleigh story. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. He, there was something about it he found intrinsically relaxing somehow. <laughs> and he like he could... That's he once, sweet. He once started quoting the film to me. And uh, he got like three minutes into the screenplay. And I was like, no, I, Drew, I believe you. I think I could you do probably... that with the first Harry Potter film. But yeah. Other than that. Okay. I liked, um, yeah, I heard that. You turn that off. I, <laughs> liked, I liked Shaun of the Dead. I really enjoyed that film. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, um, I feel, are the two best. The third one. I didn't see the World's third End. It's, it's good. It's it just... just didn't f sit as well with me. Um, I think the ending's a bit scrappy i think i think that's one of the that's one of the problems i guess that's the only thing about hot fuzz at the end because they they always try and tie everything up and and they have that mine at the end of hot fuzz which is a, which is a, which is a bit which is tacked on a little but it's still it's still well done and so i kind of you at know, least the mine is set up yeah i i appreciate at the at the end of the world's end although i understand why it's happened it hasn't really been established or set up and you just kind of kind of like oh okay i guess it makes sense but it's not something you're i you're kind of like prepared for and it doesn't kind of click in the way that other endings do yeah and hot fuzz was just so well put together it was oh, yeah. like a puzzle that just everything was there exactly so i'd love to actually see the get a physical copy or something of the screenplay and see how it's been put down oh i'd love i'd love that but how? Uh, I mean, you can buy them online. They do. Yeah, there I is mean, um, you, the database for them. You can buy it. Oh, yeah. My brother was going to buy me The Lighthouse. Oh, script. The Lighthouse. That's a good film. Loved it. I you haven't seen it. Yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I do, I do want to. I do like Robert Pattinson. That is well-known public knowledge. It had one screening in the Odeon, and I had to get it on that screening, and I was so glad I did. It was such a I saw it twice, and um, the second time, two women walked out because there's a scene with a seagull. Oh yes, and yeah. We won't spoil it for you, um, but they walked out, and I said, "Come on, Wimps. come on, they come never on!" Grew up reading no, no, pre no appreciation for uh, how realistic that seagull cinema. Was. Yeah, um, I mean, Robert Eggers is quite famous for getting everything really authentic. So I was like, "That could have been they a were, real bird, maybe." I don't know. They were probably upset that it wasn't CG. Mm. They probably just wanted fucking really got Woody Woodpecker to turn up. You're doing a mustache out of your hair. No, I'm smelling my hair. Okay. It smells a little bit like bonfire. It's quite nice. Oh, okay. That's good. 
Yeah. Can't go down Thank how you. good you I'm look glad in that too. Part. But no, um, because you're interested in making your own sort of films. Yeah, stuff, yeah. I, I would love to at some point. Do you have any ideas for what you'd want to start with? Because obviously you'd probably want to go smaller. Yeah, first. I want to start off with a TV series. That's um, not smaller. <laughs> it, it, it's not smaller, but it's, I think, more realistic. Because you can... Um, I think, in a way, uh, there is a bit more of a platform to to work with. And you can reach out to, to studios that are a bit more... I guess that probably may 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 be more likely to to hear your ideas out if if you have confidence in them, and there is an idea in the works that I have confidence in, um, that I have uh, had like calls to discuss and have basically conceptualized and worked on various plot lines. I won't say too much else about it, but um, I guess it feels more realistic. Um, we were just we talked about people just do nothing. There are lots of other like. TV shows like the kind of like I guess feel a bit more low key, but still you can really appreciate them. This country is another one that that, that I really enjoy. If you haven't seen that one and you like people just do nothing, you got to watch this country as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always appreciated sort of like the the British the British comedies, and um, there's something that feels I guess intrinsically achievable about how British comedies present themselves. And um, I guess that's where I'd start. I'd love to go into film after. I think. Would you start with trying that sort of comedy route then? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to set out just to do comedies. I'd like to think there's a bit more in my wheelhouse. But with what I have right now and the people I know right now, people very funny and innovative, I think it would be a waste not to do a comedy. So when can I expect the phone call to be the main character in this TV show comedy? There's mockumentary, people just do nothing. I could I could do anything like that. You, you could. I think you have enough personality to be a, a, like, a, a, like a star. I've always... I Don't. Don't. Encourage her. No, <laughs> no. All my, all my close friends say this. They're always like, oh, I'm lazy. Because that's what they all call me. Your ego is so big. We're just here to deflate it. Everyone deflates my ego. No one's, no one's pushing me up. I have to push myself up. That's why I come across as so arrogant. Because no one else is fighting my corner. Do, I'll support what do you. Want? I'll support you. I'm not going to stand here and go, you're basically a star. I could be. You have potential. I think that's the important thing to note. And I think that... If I did have a character that suited you, I'd definitely call you up. Oh my God, I love that. Thank you so much. You're a better friend to me than this ungrateful person over here. I knew nothing before I came along. I've like, I've like nurtured you. You were like a bird that had fallen out of a tree and then I've picked you up, saved you from the cats and stuff. And here you are, a proud eagle, not respecting me. None of People are going to think I'm being serious with that. No, None of I- that's true. <laughs> I know, it is, isn't it? I've been nothing but a lovely friend to everyone. I get disrespected. All the time. I'm Why are you doing Italian gangster hats? I'm always being disrespected. No, I've actually, um, I've floated around the idea for the past few years of doing some sort of, I would love to do a mockumentary about a really exaggerated version of myself that is just like the epitome of the hipster Shoreditch wanker. Did you ever watch a show called uh, Nathan Barley? I think it's Nathan Barley. I haven't watched that. That it was, um, it's on Channel 4. It's got Rich Diwadi, love him, favourite, Noel Fielding, Julian Barrett, and it's this whole thing about the rise of the idiots. And it kind of predicted 
the rise of like internet culture, meme culture before it was a thing and people just being so stupid in East London, you know, like like riding around on tiny little bicycles and having like ridiculous phones that don't do anything properly because it's more for like- Yeah, it's almost impossible to like parody bits of like Shoreditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of, and I think, who was the writer of it? The, um, what's his name? I love him. Chris Morris? Peter that, Geddon? There is, there is a person called Chris Morris. Brass Eye, Chris Morris. He was also in yeah. IT crowds. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely, there's definitely a Chris Morris. Oh, that guy, yeah. I'm pretty sure he wrote Nathan Barley with Charlie Brooker. Um, so I've like had this idea in my head for ages of, I just don't have, I don't have the manpower around me to, to do it. Or maybe even the budget. You need the, the woman power. You love a bit of man, manpower, woman, don't you, Doris? Non-binary, all of it, like any <laughs> That's power. That's a good line. <laughs> That's a hot first reference. Oh, thanks. I'd love to do some sort of mockumentary of, and I'm just like the most insufferable, like MC Grinder, Nathan Barley. I think I'm the biggest deal. I've got like a hundred followers, just the most insufferable. I think to be, to be mockumentary fair, could be taken I, seriously as yeah, well, to be, actually. To be, to be fair, I don't think we need a mockumentary for that one. We could just do a documentary. Well, I used to be a lot worse. And by that, I mean, several years ago, me and my best mate, the, <laughs> the Simpsons person, who, by the way, for watchers of the channel, I've done videos with this person before. He's the same person I did the rating Pokemon. And the you know? tinfoil hats. And the tinfoil hats. We, um, because we used to live together. And we the also... first episode of this podcast as well. Oh yeah, I forgot that that was a thing. We, um, we would go around on like non-motorized scooters because motorized scooters weren't a thing at the time. Like kick scooters. We'd just, we looked like, we would dress stupid and just sort of go around Shoreditch on little kick scooters acting like we were the Hells Angels of East London. We were just like living memes and caricatures. So I'd like to embody that because I've calmed down a lot now. So I'd love to make a, maybe we should write something together. We should write a mockumentary. I'd be down for that. Amazing. This podcast is playing for itself. Not you. You were being dismissive and nasty. You can go sit in the corridor with James Corden, Ben Shapiro, and whoever else I don't like today. Fine. James Corden, Ben Shapiro are my friends now. Make a mockumentary of them. You'll be sorry when Shoreditch floods. You can't come on our houseboat. I think okay, because you can just sell it. You with your gills. If anyone, if anyone here was going to be able to evolve gills, it would be me. I'm not arguing that. Shall we do this little game that me and the aforementioned best mate came, the Matt Morgan to my Russell Brand came up with. Carl Pilkington game. to your. Ricky Gervais. Warwick Davis. Uh oh, he's all right, he's nice. He was in, he was in that film, Willow. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis and Willow. Yeah, um, Johnny Depp made him dance in the toilet. and. Uh... No, Willow, the film that came out like 20 odd years ago. So I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah, it scared I, I, me. I know. But Warwick Davis, the guy who played Willow. Why do you laugh and go, I know, you didn't know me when I was a kid, you weirdo. <laughs> no, I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to either. I've seen your oldest videos now. What do you mean by that? You sent me some unlisted ones. And uh, they're hard to get through. I was lovely. I was the same in college, just a bit dafter. So this is a game that I am calling Who Has the More Right Opinions? The Right Opinion or Rob? It feels because like this should be Rob is very opinionated. He has an opinion on everything. You'll come to notice this in time. Grit I feel like teeth. I've already noticed this. <laughs> so what's going to happen is I'm going to give you essentially a glorified this or that. And you're going to pick one, explain why, and then I... This is very biased. I'm going to judge which is the best based on my personal preferences. And then the winner is of my choosing. So this or that. Question one. 
Not even a question, really. Statement one. Coke or Pepsi? We, I already had my, my point on this. I one. know, so you're I, getting a big zero. I know, I'm, I'm losing already. I'm going with I, just I, Pepsi because it seems slightly less evil. I don't, I don't, I don't drink either. So you're going for Pepsi? Yeah. I like Pepsi. It's sweeter. It's nicer. Oh, you did the taste test. Yeah. I like what I must right. say was a very funny and clever video. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Marmite, love or hate? Hate. Why? just shit I really don't like Marmite you don't like a dark yeast extract what's wrong with you man <laughs> I think you just explained it yourself really <laughs> asked and answered Marmite's great you're uh, ruining my chances of getting a Marmite sponsorship over here do you actually like Marmite I love Marmite you're just saying that to no, you I my love good Marmite. side yeah, he's, yeah. he's being contrarian yeah, don't trust him I'm just letting you yeah, answer so he, might, you're the he guest. might get like a little cross just for that he's, I, he's, I wait, he's, waiting for me, he's waiting for me to answer and then he's judging your reaction. I All use right. Marmite. I use Marmite in like in, cooking. In, in what? <laughs> that sounded ominous. Can... I use Marmite for what? <laughs> I use Marmite in cooking. What do you cook with you Marmite? Can, um, if you're making like a vegan bolognese, you can. It just like adds a layer. I've, of... No, I've done that. He's not talking shit on this one. But you're going to have to go next for the next one. Okay. Early season or late season Simpsons? Early seasons. Early seasons. Well, everyone's gonna. That's not a fair question. We're all going to answer the same much way. More, I didn't write that. My mate did. Much more, through me, through the phone. Much more depth and just generally better and funnier. I mean... Relatable scenarios. Yes. I guess they ran out of those in the end. Well, they did. They just insert lame references and it's just, haha, what happens if we put Homer Simpson in Inception? That would be funny. Is That's, that a thing that happened? I don't think so, but I'm just speaking <laughs> don't hypothetically. Don't give Matt Groening any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's basically just just that. It's just pop culture crap nowadays. I like how you've sat up to really engage with this. I I, 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 <laughs> it is I mean, prob- this is the fun section. Part, part of the problem is that the that I I lack energy in certain positions currently, so I have to sit up, and I'd actually be sitting more forward than than I would ideally. But this is the best that I'm going to be at right now, so I'm trying to engage. Sounds like all your Energy's fucked up behind one of your chakras there. Yeah, no, know my, my, my energy is completely fucked, so... I've read more of those spiritual magazines after last week. I'm well into my well, crystals Well, what you now. do with your time is uh, is up to your choosing. Football or literally anything else? Oh, literally anything else. I mean... <gasps> I mean, there are things that I like more than football. A lot of things I like more than football, but... Like I, so I guess I go for literally anything else, but I still wouldn't. I don't dislike football. I I play football. I'm so conv- I'm I'm, I I play I, I play wing back and I'm. I What's can, that? That sounds like something from Quidditch. Means, means wing back. Basically, defense on the on the side. So basically, it's for the people who are a bit you know quite quite physically like I guess a bit more involved tackles and stuff, but also people who aren't going to be like in the ball tool heading heading the balls away from from the box so the problem with arsenal is they always try and walk it <laughs> <laughs> no i'd rather get like um dental work done i reckon than like sit through you know I like, like a mid-tier game of football i, I watch so. i watch match of the day to fall asleep to i would fall other- asleep to that too <laughs> Do what happened the other day i like going to dentist my dentist took me to nando's yesterday that's how much everyone likes me except for you I have to spend the most time with you, apart That's from your true. boyfriend. My, my dentist took me to Nando's. Seems a bit suspicious. If I take you to Nando's, will you stop going on about it? No, I was consulting him about stuff, actually. EastEnders or Coronation Street? 
EastEnders. This is the heavyweight question. It has to be EastEnders because it has that clip. And I was telling you, like we were talking about this before, not this bit, but... Just chatting about EastEnders just, as we do. I don't watch it's it, just got that. I don't know who the characters are, but it's just got that guy crying on the sofa. Ian Beale. Ian Beale. Lucy. Oh, I've got, I've nothing, got nothing left. left. <laughs> what do you think? EastEnders or Coronation Street? I hate them both. Correct. Correct. I mean, that I, is the true right opinion. Sure, sure. But I mean, I, the memes. I, I know. I, Mitchell. I, 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 I get, I, I get that. But I just, I just can't. I mean, if you want to be to speak on them, it's just. I think they're both trash. I, every time I see them on TV, I'm like, how can people enjoy this? And, uh, and I'm mom. a person. I'm a person driven by empathy. But EastEnders and Coronation Street, I will never understand. See, so like so, Shane Dawson, he's an empath. So <laughs> we do not talk about Shane Dawson. <laughs> Beginning of the podcast, you saying try and see it from the viewer's perspective, but you'll draw the line at EastEnders and Soap. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. And I'm the pretentious one. <laughs> what sort of person would watch this? There's an amazing bit that happened in the. I love what I love about EastEnders. I don't watch it, but I just love it as a concept because it's kind of like a documentary, as far as I'm concerned. Just, you know, I met people like in EastEnders. You know what I mean? And what I love so much about it is just how um, how very very dramatic it is. Like YouTubers, Nicard Avocado, nothing on EastEnders. Phil Mitchell does crack once and a week later he's lost like five stone and he's ripping up mattresses being like where's the crack and Billy, Billy Mitchell comes in being so like, you're enjoying this being like Phil you need help and Phil Mitchell's like what I need is crack if it was just EastEnders as reported by Elisa Yeezy then they oh, why, be why is that not a video have you done that yet <laughs> No, it's just that is like that's a that's a in joke that I have with all of my mates. Just like oh, I needed to crack because <laughs> it's that's why. And then after Ian Beale, after the death, the untimely death of Lucy, is should be laughing about that. Oh well, it don't matter. They're not real. Um, he goes he goes missing, and then he's found like a week like because they have that square in EastEnders where it's just like you know Parliament Square, like a patch of grass basically. He's found like in this little square of grass. He's been missing a week. But he's got like a full beard. He's gone full homeless after a week of like going crazy because Lucy's not. It's incredible. I know the square. It's St Albert Square, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, it's Albert just Square, it's just a Albert. patch of grass with like a few trees, and he's been hiding behind a tree Albert, for a week. Albert Square. Spout, like, Starting to think people sporting. weren't that keen on actually finding him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that him? No, don't look. Don't look. Just let him oh. go behind the tree again. This this is a good one. Um, have you ever seen The Walking Dead? No. Well, don't worry, because you can answer this anyway. Okay. Negan or Glenn? Well, bash me in the head and call me Glenn. It's Jeffrey Dean Morgan who should come on this podcast. Negan. ASAP. I'm going Negan. I'm just going to go Glenn because I relate to him more getting bashed in. <sighs> Negan did nothing. <laughs> I love Negan and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. The Elise Yeezy Show, this podcast, or the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> Oh, Is that God. real laugh? Did I elicit actual laughter from Rob? I feel so validated. Oh, yes. what, are you gonna, So you're going to pick a Joe Rogan, obviously. Oh, hell no. I can't, no, I can't give him credit. It's got to be this one. The one that I'm in. What an <laughs> arsehole that makes me look. I don't care. I'll take the hit. I'm not watching his show. <laughs> what do you think, Jim Bob? Well, I this don't or that? I don't want to pander to you, so I'll say the Joe Rogan experience. Wrong answer. But it is an opinion. It's, it's quite. A, that's quite a strong opinion to go to disrespect again with the disrespect everyone brings to me. Disrespect me on my own but, show. But why is it better? against my mortal enemy? He's, he can come on the podcast. But, but, He's all right, I'm sure. But why is it better? 
Well, it's not better, but it's like, that's it's a not, very... Well, that's an opinion based off it, nothing. It, it's not... Remember the game we were playing earlier, based or cringed? That is pretty ballsy and base. So I'll give you a point for that, actually. Because um, that's disrespect me to my, to my face. <laughs> and yet I do here. that all the time. Uh, oh, Anision or Shane Dawson? <laughs> Anision. Really? He's a ter- he's like he's terrifying. Whereas oh. Shane Dawson is just like pathetic. A pathetic, like I'm confused by my own system here. So are we are we saying who we prefer? Oh no no no! He was just he was saying Onision as an establishing Pause. comment. Uh, yeah, he was being dramatic. So yeah. Uh, Onision is is despicable. Yes, this is true. Yeah, like I'm not saying he's a better oh, yeah. person. I'm, no. I'm just saying I, mean, I find him more interesting. Um, Shane Shane Dawson is just a waste of time. I mean, I mean, I think, I think, I think the thing about, I think the thing about Shane Dawson. I mean, I've just been once again, I've been catching up on this for a situation that I'm guesting in another video on is that. I don't know what he stands for. And so you just kind of, you just kind of left at, at like ends with, at odds and ends with, with Shane Dawson. And it's a, I find that I find his, his whole demeanor. So, so bizarre. I don't understand Shane Dawson. Um, I feel like I have a better understanding of Onision, but I'd still pick Shane Dawson if I, if I had to choose between the two, because I'd say that Shane Dawson is probably capable of doing more good than than Onision. When you say choose between the two, what are we choosing them for? Because firing them out of a cannon into the Atlantic. This is the point of the the thing. She just gives us statements and we have to choose. We can choose it for the worst reasons possible, but you've got to choose something. I didn't come up with this by myself. Came up with this with that uh, Simpson brains buffoon of mine. So I I don't know. I think I'll just just write in things for the sake of it. Yeah, Shane Dawson is just a slug of a man who just cries and falls apart and makes little weepy videos. What a piece of shit. Anision, creep, predator, but you can get something interesting out of that and you'd feel more on edge. Like it's more of an experience to be around him than uh, <laughs> I'm sad and a millionaire. An- Anision thrill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, yeah, Anision wins and also he'd, he'd probably, oh, he's, he's just more fascinating. I'm going to just give everyone a point for that because I'm confused. Here's a good one. I wrote this. So yeah, it's gonna be good. Okay. Nick or Orlin? <laughs> Nick Ricardo Avocado or his husband Orlin? I don't think this game actually makes any sense. The it more sure I doesn't. <laughs> you're barely like you're holding back some rage over there, so we're gonna. I'm go. gonna say Orlin. I'm gonna say Orlin as well, just to reduce harm. Do you know, what? I'm going to disagree with both of you. I would, I would. Oh, I wonder I why. Yeah. I wonder why. As, uh, a biggest fan of the Elise Yeezy channel, Nicardo Avocado. Ours is producer on a video. It doesn't mean anything. He just put my name in the credits a few times. You're biased. And finally, kiwi pizza or peas and mayonnaise pizza. I haven't had either one. <laughs> Sorry, are you putting? No, these are things. But I've not invented are, these. Like ki- kiwi on a pizza. Kiwi on a pizza. I, I, I'm not or, familiar with kiwi on a pizza. Or but peas oh, wait, no, and no, mayonnaise on no, a pizza. No, wait. Is kiwi on a pizza? Is that a thing? It might be. It Can probably is. Are you thinking of pineapple on a pizza? No, because it's worse. No, but no, there's a meme where it's like is... pineapple lovers and haters. We've got to come together to fight the ultimate. Banana, banana, banana. There is a banana one. They do that in Sweden. 
There is kiwi pizza. I, I believe there is kiwi pizza, and I believe you. And there's definitely there's definitely peas and mayonnaise on pizza. That that yeah, one I've is, seen pictures of that. That is disturbing. Peas and mayonnaise makes more sense to me just because it's savoury, and mean, the mayonnaise would cover up a lot of the. I think I think once again the problem comes down to the kiwi kiwi juices and and how it would combine with with the um with the other as with the other parts of the pizza. But I don't know. I can see peas and mayonnaise being pretty sickening. Um, mm. And I feel like I'd have a harder time getting through a peas and mayonnaise pizza than a than a kiwi pizza. So as much as I hate them both, I'd probably go for kiwi pizza on balance. No, I'm sticking with peas and mayo. I like peas, but I don't like mushy peas, and I don't like peas and mayo. I don't even like the pizza. word mushy to describe them. It sounds too I, much like I it's have, too I, I did have I did have some mushy peas once, and they were nice, but, but most mushy peas I have are disgusting. I think peas and mayo makes sense on a pizza. And but therefore it should be allowed. Kiwis might even burn the cheese depending on how acidic it is. Well, with kiwis you get the little like seeds as well. So that yeah. might be unpleasant mixing with the cheese. Okay, fine. The winner of this game that I made up not very well is Rob. You have a lot of opinions and you should probably, I don't know, say something about that. This is a fix. This is rigged. You, you, I'm you, sorry. I'm uh, sorry. You, 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 you already had the title in mind. I, I was I was going to lose from the start. That's you not true. I sorry. wanted you to win. I thought you the right opinion. I thought you would have the right opinions. I don't know how Rob won. You're we'll just, fix you, that in editing, I guess. He was probably appealing to my... He knows my nature quite well, so he was probably appealing to that. I deliberately went against you on the Jeff Morgan. I demand a recount, actually. You can recount. do that. I'm You're pretty holding sure the page. I won big. <laughs> I won big, and I won by a lot. Unfortunately, it seems that Rob has won. He has he has more opinions. Stop the count. Than the right Stop opinion. Stop the count. I'm sorry. Stop the count. It's all right. You've still got more subscribers than I do for now. I'll stop the count on that one as well. <laughs> I do actually, whilst I have my notebook here, I do see that I um, have a question and it's from my friend who okay. made this with Your me. Your friend who's not here that you just pointed to. Over there, some over there in that direction in London somewhere, probably watching more Simpsons or Nicocado Avocado. He wanted to ask you personally, what's so great about Great Western Railway? What an arsehole. <laughs> Nothing. It's it's all it's all just a name. It's it, Great Western Railway is about as great as British gas is British. You truly do have an opinion on everything. It's wonderful. <laughs> Do okay. you have any plans on making anything longer than the Nicardo Avocado for a half hour long video? I can't get over it. I sent that one to my mum as well. And I I think my mum actually watched all of it, like in, in 30 minute segments. She watched more of it than I did. That's smarter though. Break it down. Yeah. I think a lot of people did that to be fair. I think that's probably the smart way to approach it. Mm. Yes. But I don't know when and I don't know how. I didn't make the Nikocado video with the intent of it being four and a half hours. I always approach my videos with the same sort of mantra. I kind of just approach it. I'll see what comes of it. When a video ends up being that long, it's not by design. I don't plan the length of my videos in mm -hmm. advance. Sometimes I'll pick a topic because I think it'll be shorter. But sometimes that backfires pretty badly and the video isn't shorter. Mm. And so I don't really know what to expect. I kind of think that down the line, I will make a longer video. And I kind of do want to make one just for the hell of it. 
but I'm not going to force a video to be longer than I think it should be. And it's one of those things that you just have to wait for. You just have to kind of wait to come to you. And what about like a six hour long video on the cultural significance of hot fuzz? Do you reckon you could do that? I could, but I doubt it would be the sort of video that I published on my Right Opinion channel. Um, I think that the topic that is probably would probably yield the longest video would be maybe Trisha Paytas. Oh, um, interesting. I have no plans to do a video on her as of right now, but it's definitely something that I've noted down and it's certainly not out of the question. There is a, there's a lot there. There is a lot on Trisha Paytas. Trisha will often put up daily videos exceeding an hour complaining about, I don't know, what is this week, Ethan Klein again for the 50th time or so. There is actually, there's a lot there. Good luck to you. Oh, thank you. I definitely need it. Oh God, that just sounds appalling. I, I feel bad for you, like preemptively. Um, but no, you you but seem like you can get through it. It's the life I chose. What's the most aggressive genre of music you can listen to? Where does it? Where's the cutoff point? Mm, I guess the cutoff point would be. I can probably get listen to some Avenged Sevenfold, and that's probably where I where I cut off. That's oh, higher than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where did you where did you where did you place me in your mind? Have you heard of the band Ghost? They yes. They do sort of like the goth, yes. like the goth, um, like dance. Yes, I, I I do know the ghost. I just sorry, the ghost. The, I do know Ghost. Yeah, what do you think um, of them? I just discovered them recently, and I thought they're really good. I really like some of their songs. Um, I thought that ones, might just be like the ones that, a step above yeah. them, and then the ones that are the the, the the I guess more focused on melody. I, I appreciate them a lot. Um, he is, I think that's a good one, and Dance Macabre. I think Dance Macabre is great. Uh, it's a good, it, yeah, and, and and so definitely. Well, I, I I follow a lot of music critics, and so um, if they recommend something, I'll typically listen to it as long as it's not like uh, completely like death metal. Um, Fair enough. Um, that 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 is a bit too much for me, but. Um, Anything with a with a like a with like a mel with a, with like a good melody and and something that that I can take away from it, then I'll definitely give it a listen. Why is Elise laughing? So I just remember, didn't you go through a phase of listening to sea shanties? That was you for sure. I've listened to a few in my like time. Pirate metal or sea shanties, or it was something. Well, sea Norwegian pirate metal. Sea shanties. Something. Um. There was a I got into like folk metal as well. There was a TikTok sea shanty that went to number one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's got insipid sort of adverts now connected to it. Yeah. For TikTok, they've sort of really taken yeah, it on board. Uh, it was, I can't remember. I think it's just called sea shanty or something. TikTok sea shanty or something like that. But, yeah. but Nathan someone, I think. Yeah. And, and I mean, it was good when it was done. It was, I just don't like the commercial commercialization of it. Yeah. Of course you don't. It's just, <laughs> uh, it's cloying and, uh. I mean, it's still impressive went to number one in the UK charts though for a sea shanty. It was time to bring them back, clearly. Yeah. People, people were missing out on their sea shanty. Yeah, shanties. we haven't had enough of these since the 1600s. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of stuff do you sing? Because you, you do sort of vocal work, don't you? I'm quite uh, malleable on that front. Um... 
I have done classical stuff, but I can also do pop music. Um, I did, I did my first like four grades, maybe five grades. Yeah, I think five grades. Um, in 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 like classical music, and then I switched to pop music for grade seven and eight. I skipped grade six, if I recall correctly. And um, I was taught by person who had formerly taught Adele. Um, so good stuff. She, I, uh, she clearly, she clearly rated me, but um, I just, it's, it, it's not, not my. Uh, I, I thought the industry was far too hard to crack, and it required far too much effort with possibly. Um, diminishing returns have you considered becoming an oversensitive mukbanger instead yeah yeah i thought well that'd be very very easy money but um but i thought that for now uh the best shout is just to stick to making the content that people know you for and not not try anything too experimental yeah the stuff people actually wanted <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly um i didn't know that you had this this little not little, sorry, that's really patronizing. I didn't know that you did singing and all of that because that's really interesting. But unfortunately, that's all we have time for, for today. <laughs> so I suppose maybe we should get you on again and then you can tell, because I find that really interesting, singing, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, because I, I take singing lessons as well. So. I used to take singing lessons as well. Yeah, yeah we, we might get my- Sea might, shanty. We <laughs> might get my singing teacher <laughs> on some time, like Guildhall, professional train, like all, all that kind of stuff. That's yeah. pretty interesting, so. I guess it will have to wait for next time. Hopefully there's a next time. Thank you so much for coming down today. I'm sorry about the game. Laugh. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Rob, don't be a sore winner. You are being so smug and nasty. It's okay. I'll have my revenge. I could see the evil glance he gave me underneath the glasses. When he's back. When he's back and I've concocted a new game. Rematch. You're in trouble. Rematch. Thank you so much for watching. I'm sure if, you've, if you're on my channel, you know the Right Opinions channel, but go check him out. Rob, uh... You've got it one week, you've got to find something nice to say about me on the outro. Not this week, though. I'll see you next time. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for watching, listening with your holes, whatever. Um, like, comment, subscribe, follow on Spotify and iTunes. And I'll see you guys next time, next week, maybe. Bye.